Defining the ADL Destination. It's a new episode of The Wheelhouse, beginning right now. We're back. Welcome to Season 5 of The Wheelhouse. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter. In this season, I'm delighted to again host a roundtable discussion with two of my favorite leaders in education, Penny Brockway and Catherine Money, focused on one of the foundational components of our framework, accomplishment-driven leadership. In season three, we explored the five arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership, how to plot a growth trajectory, and then how to use those arenas to do what matters most, serve our students by growing our people. In season four, we continued exploring ADL in this roundtable, thinking about the paradigm shifts we need to make on our journey to become accomplishment-driven leaders. In this season, we'll continue to explore this new destination, how to talk about it, how to think about it, and how to bring your team with you as you depart on this journey. At Students Matter, we believe it's our priority as educators to prove to each student and each teacher that they are distinctive and irreplaceable. Together, let's continue to step up to this incredibly important challenge and add additional tools and skills right into our wheelhouse. Good morning and welcome back to the wheelhouse. This is episode two of season five and it is the early hours in the morning and here we are back at the wheelhouse with my good friends and colleagues, Kathy Money and Penny Brockway. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I think at some point we should just record like the, the pre-conversation and just have outtakes. Like yes. maybe that's an episode in itself. It's just this outtake. <laughs> oh, oh, how colorful the conversations are before we hit the record button. Why well, so we talk fun. with such great big smiles on our face yes. the whole time that nobody yes. can see. That's right. Absolutely. So, hey, last week in our last episode, uh, last week we talked about, you know, we kind of summarized a little bit of uh, season four talking about, you know, why an accomplishment driven leader thinks differently. What are some of those paradigm shifts? And then we spent a lot of our time talking about, you know, why we need a, a new destination and why what's wrong with the status quo. And, you know, Penny gave us this amazing image of, you know, of hurting people, kids, adults, you know, just hurting them, you know, toward a, toward a destination. And yet we all know, of course, I'm not a farmer, but we all know that, you know, when you start hurting large groups of, of, of animals, you know, they tend to go astray. And, you know, uh, in that status quo, we have no clue what to do, or even if we notice when those individuals go astray. And so um, any comments about that before we move to today's topic? I think I've uh, seen that picture then again in my head again and again, since that recording, you, you know, you name something and you start to recognize it more and more again. It's kind of like buying that new car that you thought you were the only one with that color. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then it appears. And I, I really do believe that image is, um, is very fitting. I completely agree. Sometimes we say things and then afterwards it's like, uh, that was really brilliant. You know, it's something that maybe you've been thinking about. And then Penny, it just kind of 
came out very mm-hmm. organically in the conversation. And it does really allow for us to, to see it and then recognize it right there in front of us um, everywhere, everywhere we look, no matter where, what area of life we look. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I love about recording these wheelhouse episodes with with the two of you is that, you know, yeah, we have a plan. We have an idea of where we're going, but these are unscripted conversations. And yes, we edit and we take some things out that we're like, oh, we shouldn't have said that. Right. That that was dumb. Right. But, <laughs> you know, it's from that 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 organicness, that authenticness, that some just some really powerful ideas, you know, come out of the conversation. And I thought, I thought that that was one of, that was one of uh, several from uh, the last episode. Um, Today, I really want to, you know, kind of shift our thinking a little bit to accomplishment driven leaders really hang on to this image of, of disrupting, right? If we, if we take that, that hurting image that, that Penny gave us last week, an accomplishment-driven leader says, I have to disrupt that. I got to figure, we, we can't do that anymore. We got to do something differently. And we, you know, because of the, you know, the nautical themes with powerful student care and with, you know, Fairwinds, the larger framework, you know, we, we, you know, we use words like destination, right? And so today's episode is really about how does an uh, an accomplishment driven leader kind of define that new destination? And in defining that, we know that disrupts the educational landscape because we're gonna we're gonna head in a different place toward a different place, and we're gonna go. Obviously, if we head to a different place, we go there differently, right? We have to take a different route. If we're heading to Boston and then we change our route and we decide we're going to New York City, that means we have to take a different route, right? And so when we define a new destination, we also have to take a different route. But today, we're just going to focus on what is this new destination, right? How do we define it? What do we think? What does an accomplishment-driven leader think about? So I would throw that topic out there. Very, that's a it's a huge topic, right? It's a huge it's a huge question for the wee hours of the morning. What does an accomplishment-driven leader think about? As they start to try to figure out what what's the what's a new destination for them and for their organization. So I go back to one of the big shifts, right? And the shift to each, which for me is the the number one. If we miss that shift, we've missed the rest don't don't really make that big of a difference. Um, And so I think that goes along with that hurting piece, right? It's about each one of them. And so I think an accomplishment-driven leader spends a ton of time focused on how to move each individual, each human being that they are um, leading in order to get them to the destination as an, as an individual. And you don't, they don't get there individually. They get there as a team. It doesn't deny that. Um, and the team together supports that, but each one comes to that with a different set of gifts and talents and brilliance and how you take that and pull that into that's that discretionary effort part, I think, right. Pull that into the whole in order for them to feel like they belong there, they belong here, they belong with us. And now they'll start taking steps alongside. I think it's that continual effort. Um, 
I don't know that it's always a focus on the destination. You know that without question. But the every morning getting up and thinking it through, every night going to bed and thinking it through, it's about each individual for mm-hmm. me. And I think that's where where there's a difference in an accomplishment-driven leader versus before I felt I was that. Yeah, it's humanity, right? I mean, that's uh, over and over again. You know, it's it's what it comes back to. And so to really understand each and every, to want to, right? It's going back to, we talked about that moral imperative during our last conversation. So it's that that true desire, um, regardless of all of the um, the complications that may come with each and every child, each and every adult. It's about understanding human to human uh, what what are what are we trying to accomplish together, and how do we support each other in getting there? So it's what I think is very interesting is that you know framing it about this new destination. Um, why is it new? Like that's that's what I'm thinking. Sitting here thinking, like, isn't um, isn't that always been? I mean, I know with the three of us because we have we've worked together for a while. We've you know, grown together personally and professionally. Um, you know, how has that destination really changed for us? Or is it that it needs to change? It has to broaden, right? You know, how do we how do we really broaden that scope to be able to ensure that it's it's about humanity or an education? Like you can't you can't do anything without truly get anywhere positively in life if we're not connecting as humans you know i i certainly absolutely agree but if you ask the average person in the last you know what is what is the purpose of school right and what's the goal that everybody's working on they often take that to um end of course end of course assessments mm-hmm. it's about mm-hmm. it's about reading proficiency it's about math proficiency it's about essential standards it's about it's about you know it's about knowledge acquisition and uh, you know i mean that's important but you know <laughs> what you're saying of course Kathy is that you know it's bigger than that Mm-hmm. Right. It's 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 a whole lot bigger than 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 knowledge acquisition. And that's important. Right. And we can have multiple things that are in the mix that are all important. But, you know, what's that overarching what's that overarching piece? You know, the three of us would say, you know, it's it's humanity. Right. We would mm-hmm. we would say, you know, and, and you know, Kathleen and I define it. And powerful student care is distinctive and irreplaceable. Um, not everybody can see through the weeds, right? Mm-hmm. Through the weeds to get to that, to that, to me, what's the bigger destination? To me, reading proficiency is a given. Mm-hmm. That's just something you do, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, I know we're struggling to do that as a profession, but you know, we should be able to teach a kid how to read, right? Mm-hmm. We should be able to teach a kid how to do math. We should be able to teach a, a student how to write in ways that are authentic and meaningful that are going to help them. This should be something about humanity. And those proficiencies in a content area or in a skill of a content area, as we might define it, those are building blocks to recognizing, right, that I am 
individually wired for uh, gifts to give back to this world, right? And um, to be able to be that thinker and that problem solver, you're so much more equipped for that with those proficiencies. So yes, I agree. Needed, necessary, but not the end goal. Not mm-hmm. the not the um not the prize winning piece of why we show up to work every single day. So if you look at curricular documents, which in many places don't exist, but if you look at curricular documents where they do exist, you know, and we take ELA for example, um most of the curricular documents it, it's it's all about, you know, it's all about a content standard. Right. It's all about, you know, we read this because we're going to we're going to do we're going to we're going to tear it apart for plot elements. Right. We're going to look at we're going to look at the plot structure of a short story or, you know, and, you know, we do that year after year after year after year, by the way. So that's a whole nother that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Why are we doing that for yeah, eight years? Yeah, like right? you are going down. I'm like, no, right? But but if we think about, I know we could we could be here forever talking about that rabbit Ooh. hole. Yes, yeah. oh boy, right? But if we, but you know, why why does why does anybody read? Right? We right. read because we want to explore some aspect of the human experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why we read. Mm-hmm. That's why I read. I mean, I don't, I, you know, I mean, I know I'm a lot, I'm, I'm, you know, whoo, I'm approaching an awful number, but you know, I don't pick up a book and go, oh my gosh, I'm going to look at the plot elements, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to diagram where the rising action, you know, the climax and the denouement. I have hit. my mountain. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, where I am I? I'm in chapter seven and I'm climbing the mountain, right? <laughs> it was like, oh and my I, God. And I document it so somebody else can tell that I I was thinking that way, right? Yeah, everybody right. knows, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, you know, and can I can I can I think about you know how the author characterized this the you know how they how they made the the characters human? Well, that's all important, right? It's all mm-hmm. all of that is important, right? It's not the end result. It's not the end result. It, it it should be something bigger than that, and that's comes back to so what's our destination, right? If our destination is about humanity if our destination is about having children and and adults believe that they are you know i mean my destination is that they're distinctive and irreplaceable that doesn't have to be everybody's but that's mine then what i do with what i do with reading looks a whole lot differently and so i think this destination for us seems you know yeah of course <laughs> absolutely that's what it is but i don't think it's what i don't think that's what a lot of people mm-hmm. are immersed in on a daily basis when they think about what it what their job is and what it is that they're trying to do completely agree i absolutely agree and i was thinking about you know the work that a very you know common piece that's happening across, you know in lots of districts is is creating this portrait of a graduate right so what are we what are what are those um, you know, core competency. So it's our attempt, right? We're really trying to say it's it's bigger than um, proficiencies. You know, it's about this human. So the the so you can you can set that right. We can all paint that. We have these beautiful graphics. We put it out there. Our marketing campaign, but really the hard work is. And so, what does that really look like? 
What is that? You know, how do how do we embed that? You know, with everything you just described, Grant, when you're thinking about literacy and, and all of those pieces, how do how do we ensure that we're building, helping students develop these core competencies because they're human characteristics that are going to allow them, you know, not just we want them to be able to cross that finish, you know, the K-12 finish line. So they're gonna they're gonna walk that stage across that stage at graduation. But it is bigger than that. So now what, right? You know what? What do we? What do we do with that? We've got that diploma. My name is on it. Um, but do I know how to to really think through and problem solve and and connect with other humans and listen, listen to what they're saying, even if I don't agree with it? To have really respectful, productive conversations to really be able to understand. So I think that there's. That to me is like a really concrete example of the attempt, right? And what what districts are trying to do to be able to say, we want to go, we know it's deeper than this. We know it's this destination has to be redefined. And then what do we what do we do with that? Which will be interesting to see um how that truly can it, it can, I believe it can be a catalyst to to be able to change how we're approaching and how we're engaging with students. Um, but how, what is, what does that really look like? Because we have to examine ourselves then, right? We have to be willing as adults to be, um, to, to be vulnerable, to be human (laughs) with kids, right? We have, we have to be able to be authentic, um, within ourselves in order to be that with, with other people's children, with other adults that we're fortunate to be working with. I think you've hit on one of the hardest the hardest piece of the work, right, Kathy, um, is that that destination is as much about you mm. um, getting yourself prepared and walking the walk as it is. Um, it, in fact, it has to be about that. Mm-hmm. You can't take anybody else along on the journey if you're not going. And um, so this destination isn't for others or done unto others. It is absolutely a with them alongside. In fact, they at times will lead you. And mm-hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly that the, an accomplishment-driven leader, no matter what part of a district you are in, a classroom, a building, or or at the district level, um, you will take your lead from those that you are leading mm-hmm. if you truly understand that you have to you have to wrap up each person's right mm-hmm. discretionary effort. And it's going to come from a different place inside that person. It's going to look different than it is in the next. That's our uniqueness, right? Mm-hmm. And of that's course, why what we're you- irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. And that's why, and, and you, what you're talking about is the contemplation as an mm-hmm. arena of accomplishment-driven leadership, right? Because we we take all of that available information to predict and to plan for and to respond to need, right? Student mm-hmm. need, adult need, right? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's what we do. And that contemplative practice is so important and vital to, to the destination. Yep. And it it has to dovetail into that guidance piece, right? Guiding each, each one of them Mm -hmm. individually. Um, That sounds like it's such a difficult thing. And I don't know, maybe it is a really difficult thing, but I think once, once you catch the, the wave, right? Once you're riding this and you start to understand it for who you are, um, you want that for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's really joyful to work that way. I wonder if 
districts that are that are creating this portrait of a of a, of a graduate. Uh, I wonder if they understand or if they're intentionally choosing a new destination or if they're doing it for because so many others are. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like my my worry with that portrait of a graduate is it becomes like a vision and mission, which is we plop them on a website somewhere and then we ignore them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And you ask people, what's the vision or what's the mission of a of an organization? And they don't even know. Right. They don't know what theirs is or they don't even know what the difference is between a vision and mission. But they have no idea. They have no idea what theirs is unless they go to the website themselves and they go, oh, yeah, right. It's something to do with, you know, whatever. But, you know, we don't we don't live and breathe it every single day. And so I wonder, I don't know the answer to that question. I wonder and hope, I guess, that as we develop these portraits of of, of a graduate, right, that um, that we are that we're thinking about it as. Uh, a, a new destination, and you know, I've I, I've worked with districts who have them, but I haven't been a part of the process to develop them. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know, you know, what, why they why they created one, what they wanted to do with mm-hmm. it, you know, how that's going to guide them in the work that they move forward. But you, I think that's absolutely spot on. It has the potential, mm-hmm. absolutely, it has the potential to to be something that sets that disrupts the landscape right mm-hmm. and and sets a new course yeah and i think that it could easily you know what you just what you said just said was that it could easily be something you know in this traditional sense that we we do it because you know it's it's kind of the the fad it's the thing to do and you know they've got one so i we should probably have one um the real work is then what do we what do we do with it so you know i often say to to teams, it's 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 that sh- when you get there, then it's shame on us for not doing anything with it, right? So it's okay, great, we've gone through all this time, all this energy, and then it just sits there on a website or on a shelf or whatever. Um, but if we don't actually do something with it, if that isn't the the lens in which we make decisions, um, then shame on us. I mean, it was just that's why people get so cynical about different initiatives in education because then it just becomes, okay, we're going to do this and then that's going to sit on the shelf and then we're going to do something else. And then maybe in 20 years, we'll come back to that. That's been on the shelf. It just is, um, you get burnt out. So I, you know, one of the reasons people get burnt out in this, this beautiful industry that we work in. So how would a, how would an accomplishment driven leader lead this process of developing a portrait of a graduate what would that look like differently if an adl did that work rather than just a traditional leader i think that comes a lot well i don't want to say alongside i think the the initial process can be very similar right as you're as you're developing these core competencies what is it that we're looking for what do we believe because it really does need to be unique to your district to your you know what otherwise you could just pull something off the internet right um but it's then the real work i think the difference is what are we doing with it and how is that 
a primary focus for all of the decisions that we make. So when we're looking at curriculum revisions, where does where does that fall into place? What does that look like, you know, in kindergarten versus sixth grade versus ninth grade? How do we help develop and how are we making decisions within the work that we're doing? It's not something separate right? That's a significant difference. It's not this picture, this poster that we provide for everybody to put on their classroom walls, but how are we making decisions about the work that we're doing that that's our lens? I think it might focus on something. I've not done this work with a district. I've I've not been a part of it, nor honestly paid much attention to those that have it out there. Um, But I think the focus would have to be super different than what I'm imagining it is, because if it really is mission and vision, um, boy, that's a lot of words about what we think we do. Um, And I don't know that we've really ever attained those with the tools and the processes we have in our current systems. I think the focus would have to be on that piece about each unique, distinctive, irreplaceable individual, discovering themselves as a learner, discovering themselves as a contributor to a greater whole, discovering how they belong and how they fit and what their puzzle piece adds to, right? I mean, for me, that's I don't know how that's one portrait. Um, I think that's a portrait for each. I'm right back to where I started this little yeah. piece. Um, each a graduate would be creating their portrait um, and they would be crafting that from kindergarten on, right? Or whenever they start <laughs> young fives early, whatever that is, right? They would begin crafting that portrait. Um, I I think that's how I would start to think about that if um, that were a test that we took on. It wouldn't be crafted by someone else. It'd have to be crafted by that individual. Yeah, I was I was kind of thinking that you know this similar similar uh, thoughts, Penny, when when Kathy was describing them because I've seen a few of them and you know they're really beautiful. You know, I mean they talk about like as like Kathy said, they talked about these are these are competencies or skills or things that we want our graduates to be able to do, which is really great. And I was thinking as as she was talking, I was like, but what do we want them to think about themselves? Mm-hmm. Right? What do we want them to believe? about themselves as a human being as mm-hmm. a learner i wonder if that's the that's the other hook perhaps mm-hmm. that an accomplishment driven leader would put in there right would be you know we really need to think about what we want our kids to believe in about themselves right uh, about themselves and so yeah i think i think in, in so many ways districts are trying to do this work they're trying to figure it out right and so i commend them for trying to figure it out uh, and trying to think about how do we do this differently, and I hope that you know with the combination of accomplishment-driven leadership and the work that we're trying to do, and then you know powerful student care as a, as a, I hope it gives them some examples, right, of how to take good good ideas and good thinking and put the right twist on it, right, to to really help us get there, um, because I, I think. You know, I, I, for me, of course, the destination is always distinctive and irre- irreplaceable. Um, you know, what does that mean? But I think you can, you know, we can, we can put that, we can put that destination into into some of these other examples of great work mm-hmm. uh, to really, to really head us into uh, a new destination. 
And and it doesn't have to be distinctive and irreplaceable. An accomplishment-driven leader can think about, right? What is that? You know, what 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 do I, you know, fundamentally, what do I really want, right, out of any of this work? And portrait of an of a graduate is a great example of districts really starting to think about that and trying to mm-hmm. figure that out, right? And what it is that they're all about. Any final thoughts for today's episode? As always, you know, great conversation and just allows for for me to really feel um I I describe these conversations to a colleague of mine as it just being this intellectual stimulation, you know, to be able to really feel fill that part of my soul. So I I appreciate these conversations and I hope that as people are listening that that's doing the same for them, that's making making them think and contemplate themselves like where oh, oh. <laughs> It's a great way to start the day. I hope mm-hmm. most of our people listen in the morning. Yes. But you know, I'm that morning person. <laughs> so uh, what a great way to start the day and to filter your view of those that you come into contact with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For all of you who are listening, make it a great week. We'll see you in our next episode. And that wraps up another episode of The Wheelhouse. New episodes of season five drop every Tuesday beginning June 20th and running through August 22nd. The Wheelhouse is a production of Students Matter LLC. Our show's theme music, Off We Go, was written and performed by Cody Martin and obtained through soundstripe.com. If you'd like to explore this topic further and take our online series of four courses, Exploring Accomplishment-Driven Leadership, Or if you have something you'd like to share or a leadership problem you'd like to see us address, drop us a line at registrar at ourstudentsmatter.org. You can find me on Mastodon and, of course, stop by our website and check out what we offer at www.ourstudentsmatter.org. You can subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes or Spotify, and it can be also found on many other places where you can get your podcasts or on our website at Captivate, and that's HTTPS forward slash forward slash the dash wheelhouse dot Captivate dot FM forward slash episodes. If you like our show, please leave us a review. I'd love to hear what you like. Together, our goal is to continually enhance and utilize our arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership, proving to each student and each teacher that they are both distinctive and irreplaceable as hard work. But being an educator is the noblest of all professions. Until next time, remember, we got this. Mm